0: Hey, I'm Peter.
1: And I'm Heather. Welcome Welcome
0: to to No No Greater Greater Joy, Joy. a parenting podcast to help you raise kids who walk in God's truth all the days of their life.
1: Each episode will give you practical advice that will help you align your parenting with the Word of God.
0: Because in the end, there's There's no no greater greater joy. joy. Heather, we're back.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Just the two of us this time.
1: Just the two of us. Three of us, way to leave Matt out. Producer our Matt. producer.
0: Sorry, Matt. Man. Uh, we've had some fantastic guests lately.
1: Man, I know. It almost feels like, like it's just us. <laughs> it's just okay. us here. Just us today. Um,
0: but I have really enjoyed the last few conversations, and I'm working on scheduling some more amazing guests, and so hope that you guys are enjoying the conversations, and I can tell by the numbers that you are. Yeah. Our uh, our viewership, our listenership has gone up a bunch. And so really cool to see. Um, And I have to give a shout out at the beginning of this episode because uh, I love numbers. I love using analytics and data to make decisions and plan things. Kind of a nerd in that way. You probably are, too, if you're listening. And um, so I love looking at kind of where everybody's listening from. And I've got to get a shout out because there's It's cool because it shows me a kind of map of U.S. and then it shows me like a yellow dot or yellow glow Mm -hmm. all over the country where people are listening from. And man, so much support from all over the country. So shout out to you guys that are listening all over. I know there's several in Florida, uh, in the Carolinas, up into the the East Coast on the the northern side um, and all those areas up there, the West Coast, uh, Washington, Oregon. Love it. All the way down to Southern California. So... It's really the middle of this of the country that we really need to work on, but yeah. no. I think
1: it's just encouraging that there's people out there. It's like the village, right? It's like we got all these parents joining together, whether they know each other or not, yep. all going like, "Yeah, we want to do this right. We want to parent well. We want to." And I just love that. I love it I too. Love it.
0: And on top of that, I have to give a special shout out because we have now had some listeners from the UK.
1: Oh snap!
0: I don't know exactly where you're from, but uh, shout out to you for listening all the way out there and in Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah. It's amazing. There's
1: a lot going on there right now, too. So
0: And someone's taking the time to listen to us. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> um, Pretty incredible. So um, I just want to ask you guys this. First of all, thank you so much for the support. But I want to ask you this. Um, this conversation, these conversations we've been having are spreading. And uh, if you know somebody who is, is parenting and they need some encouragement or maybe there's an episode that you think would really uh, help them, I just want you to share it, talk yeah. about it. Tell them to listen. Um, It's just fun to see, like Heather said, our family growing here. Absolutely. No greater joy and talking about parenting. So I love all of that. And today's episode is one that I am particularly. Wow. Wow. Messed that up. It's okay. I am so, so excited to talk about because it's something that Heather and I are very passionate about. Yes. So I kind of want to give a little bit of context to the conversation and kind of talk about our history and background together. Uh, we are coming up on sixteen years married hey next yo. week.
1: Next week. That's so cool. Yes.
0: Sixteen years married and twenty years together. Yeah. That's a it feels like a milestone. That's so good. Yeah.
1: It's a big milestone. We got married when I was nineteen years old. And
0: I was twenty one. Uh
1: and so the fact that we are twenty years together is uh You're getting close. Yeah. The halfway I mean, mark. Yeah. It'll be fun that the year that we celebrate our nineteenth. Wedding anniversary will be fun. Yeah. That means I'll be, I'll have been a stow as long as I was a Nally. Pretty and cool. And that will be a fun day.
0: I've always been a Stowe. Come to find That's out. That's
1: true. You know, there's, really- <laughs>
0: <laughs> come to find uh. out. Uh, but so here's the deal. Um, you know, we have been children's pastors for the last almost 13 years. Yeah. And uh, been doing that and, and doing ministry. This is my third round of jobs at the church. I've done them all. <laughs> um,
1: Janitor. Uh, video editor teacher teacher uh but then you landed on the real deal
0: the real deal real
1: deal the greatest calling of all to the children
0: and um in the last uh few years heather and i have really just got to a place where finances yeah is a big deal super big deal and so that's what we're talking about today and um we're talking about money we're talking about money and family and how they connect So if you are a pro at finances and uh, you've got this all figured out, I still want you to listen because maybe you haven't thought about it in the context of family. If your finances are uh, not where you want them to be. You're not alone. You are absolutely (laughs) not alone. And I was where you are. Absolutely. Not too long ago. Not too long ago. So when we first got together and we were engaged, Heather's dad said, hey, part of the kind of prerequisite of you guys getting married is I want you to go through a class at our church called FPU.
1: Financial Peace University.
0: That's right. And uh, shout out to the Ramsey Network, Dave Ramsey. That's right.
1: We're huge Ramsey fans.
0: Call him Uncle Dave in our house.
1: He doesn't know us, but we sure know him.
0: (laughs) It goes back to uh, people that I I look up to and listen to and learn from. He's one of those guys that's definitely been uh, pivotal in our life. So coming into getting married, that was our, our prereq. And I was working in sales, and so I had to work Sunday nights, and our church hosted the class on Sunday nights. So Heather went alone and kind of brought all the information and content home, and we kind of talked about it. So safe to say, for the first, I would say, 13 years of our marriage.
1: We did-ish.
0: We did, we did it our way. Yeah. That's a song, right? Yep. I did it my way. <laughs> Some yeah. theater. Um, and we did it our way, and um, we did it bad. Yes, we did. And we weren't out of control. No, we just lived life. We were totally normal, and uh, paycheck to paycheck, and you know, we had uh, a good amount of credit card debt, and it was for stuff that was just normal stuff, like we.
1: That's the thing is that that's the thing that was so frustrating was that like none of our debt was anything exciting. Like it wasn't a vacation. (laughs) It was things that we just genuinely didn't have the money for, or we because we had not managed our
0: finances correctly. It was fine. It was a home improvements. It was a car loan. It was, um, it was trying to uh, redo and replace the HVAC at our house. Our heater went out.
1: Spendy that one.
0: Very spendy. It was braces for the kids. It was totally normal stuff. Yep. And so um, we were in debt and we got to this place that I think every person listening, you have to get to in a few different areas in your life. You have to get, sick and tired Mm -hmm. of being where you are. That's right. Because as great as those teachers led that financial class and my wife tried to bring that information to me, (laughs) it didn't hit home for me until I got sick and tired. And so we decided to change something. So uh, this was in COVID and, uh, you know, 2019, 2020, actually, it was maybe a little bit before COVID, but we decided to jump in and do it. So we ended up leading our small group that we have. We have a family small group. We ended up leading them through uh, the Ramsey Group book and total money makeover. Total money so for makeover. Those of you,
1: we'll put this in the resource, the the notes there. Yep. But that's a great book to start.
0: And we went through that, and out of the five couples that were in our group, we all five couples got debt free. That's right. Pretty incredible.
1: Large number too. Are you going to share the number?
0: I won't just because it's oh, people and it's it's personal, but, but it's
1: all of it combined.
0: Hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> in debt between the five couples. And it, it was, was not like no. anything that was crazy. It was student loans. It was car loans. It was yeah. credit card debt. It was just normal everyday living stuff. And we just got to a place where we were like, we're sick of this. So we convinced our small group like, hey, you should do this with us. Yeah, <laughs> There was some hesitancy, I think. We needed and
1: support. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it was really cool because, you know, COVID hit and all the way through, you know, people got, Layoffs, or people mm-hmm. got, uh, uh, you know, their hours shrunk down and their pay shrunk down. And right. what was amazing was, is we saw God move the whole entire time. That's we right. saw miracle after miracle yep. when everybody focused on tithing and everybody focused on paying off their debt. And uh, it was amazing. So, you know, on a week maybe where we didn't get to pay something off or. Mm-hmm have a win someone else in the group did and it felt the like momentum
1: going yeah. it felt
0: like so strong and we all encourage each other and so it
1: was exciting
0: it, it was like a game it was. it was fun yeah and so all five couples got out of debt and i just want to say that you know from some testimonies from some of the group it, like it's changed our life absolutely and and for heather and i it has changed our life
1: 100
0: what happened was is i really began to connect finances to legacy mm. I connected finances to peace. I connected finances to my children and my family. Mm -hmm. And this life that I'm building, we talked about health in our last couple episodes. Physical health, emotional health, marriage health. Spiritual health, yep. This right here, this conversation ties exactly into that. Yes, it does. Your financial health for your family is, it is something that you have to, figure out, understand, and really get a hold of for the betterment of your family and ultimately for your legacy. So that's it today. We're talking about it. And I want to maybe say a few things that maybe if you're listening today, you don't maybe know yet. Um, Obviously, as this podcast goes, our source is the word of God. That's right. And did you know that the Bible has over 2,000 scriptures about finances. Wow. Money. I didn't know that was it was that many. Finances. The Bible actually has more scriptures about finances and money than it has about heaven and hell combined. Wow. Like it's 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 a revelation moment. Absolutely. And one of the ones that uh, there's there's you know so many obviously 2000 I could read but one of the ones that that uh, the Ramsey Solutions crew they they love to talk about is how um, the rich rules over the poor mm. and the borrower is slave to the lender. Ouch. Proverbs 22, 7. The rich rules over the poor and the borrower is slave mm. to the lender.
1: Man, I I felt like that. Yeah. When, when we were in debt. And I mean, nobody's like, you know, the, like lording over me. But I mean, the amount of weight... That when my check came in, it all was gone. Yeah, like I saw it in my bank, and I already knew that every dollar was accounted for, not by things I wanted to do, yeah, not by things that I was moving forward towards in my future, but just simply like it was gone. yeah. and i I remember feeling so frustrated, feeling weighed down, feeling like I and it's funny too, because it it connected to everything, right? I felt unsatisfied in a lot of areas of yeah. my life because i I wasn't. I felt stressed constantly and it was a financial stress. It was feeling like finances are connected to everything we do. That's right. If my kids play sports or not finances, if I can go on vacation or not finances, food in my pantry or not finances, it was like everything was connected to it. And so that one area, I mean, it's so real, you know, feeling, feeling enslaved to the fact that like, I am just working my booty off to like make money just for it to already be gone.
0: That's right. Yeah, it, it, I think that's what led us to that place of being sick and tired is sick and tired of having to have these conversations where it was like choosing one or the other. Yes. And having dreams and having goals. Mm. And like she said, um, I can't even articulate for you the best way of how the peace feels now that we're debt free. Mm, so true. The freedom, the peace. Now, obviously, we wish we had more finances. And, you know, doesn't everybody? Yeah. I think that's the (laughs) unifying factor is that everybody listening is like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'd want more. And, um, you know, it was like we were in that place. And what happened was is when we got debt free, you know, me being at work and being like, man, I wish I I got more of my paycheck Hmm. because, you know, obviously you're like, man, it doesn't go very far. And yeah, it all goes to this and that and the other. Guess what happened when we got out of debt? I gave myself a raise. That's right. That's right. We did. So then I didn't have to go to my employers and say, you know, hey, you owe me more money. Yeah. Or, and, uh, yeah. you know, and and you you do this or that. And this is what I'm expected. And it, it helps me to feel freedom even in my workplace. Mm, that's good. Helped me to feel freedom and release even in the things that I was connected to. And so, like, I can make a decision on my job or my pay that uh, is my decision. Because guess what? I'm living in... in uh, freedom because I'm managing this thing well. That's right. And I gave myself a raise and I it took off even stress at work. Yeah, it did. Hard conversations with bosses and all those things. And so, um, you know, it's like I can take that stuff to God and talk yeah. to him about it and not like have to have these really tough conversations at work right. and, and get all frustrated.
1: Well, it brought clarity, right? Because it's yeah. like, am I frustrated because I just am constantly filtering through a scarcity mindset? That's right. Or is this really a problem that needs to be solved, right? right. (laughs) And so it gave clarity.
0: Yeah, it gives you a different perspective Mm -hmm. when you're not making decisions out of a place of fear. Right. When you're not making decisions out of a place of barrenness or brokenness. Right. Your perspective changes and it gives you health to see things from all angles. So true. And so that's what, you know, the scripture going back to, you're slave to the Mm -hmm. lender. That slave slavery mentality, Mm -hmm. that, that kind of bondage feeling, that brokenness feeling, it all ties back to what is our finances. I want to share another scripture with you. And that is in Luke chapter 16. It says, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. Mm. And he who is unjust in what is least is also in much. Mm. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, Who will commit to you and trust you with true riches? So good. So you might hear this scripture and you might think that uh, Jesus was talking and and recorded in the book of Luke about, you know, that um, the least, he who's faithful with the least, it might feel like, oh, your finances is kind of like it's the least worry that I have. Mm. But if you study it out, what it's really saying is, is that finances and the way that we should, our perspective should be about it is that it is not the least. Actually, it's kind of the first step for us as believers, right? It is like the first step. If I can't manage my finances, then how is God going to trust me with blessings and giftings? If I haven't managed, what is the least the first, right? Like tithing, right? Like getting in control of my budget, Mm. getting in control of my finances. If I haven't managed those things, how can I expect God to trust me with the more? That's right. Because we all want more. Yeah. We all want more blessings and what God has for us. Right. Um, we all want more for our lives. But if I haven't managed well the the what He's entrusted to me in my finances, right? Then how can I expect to grow?
1: Well, it's the same with our kids, right? I mean, if we if we boil this all down to parenting on a parenting podcast, right? It's like. I am not going to give my kids, you know, a a huge responsibility without them first proving to me that they can handle. Like, I'm not going to let them stay home all by themselves for three hours if I haven't seen that they can handle staying home for half an hour by themselves and can be trusted with that little bit of time. That's right. Okay, you've earned my trust. And that's a responsible parenting move. This is not God going I'm going to hold back things from you. Yeah. This is God going, I know more than you Mm. and I'm going to take care of you. And it would be irresponsible of me as your heavenly father to give you more than you are able to carry. And so, you know, that's when, I mean, we see that, right? Finances can mess people up. That's right. You've seen like a, a kid that inherits a bunch of money, or, you know, even if we look at famous people, right? It's like, Money messes with people. That's right. And when you're not ready and you haven't learned the discipline of finance, it, it can mess with you. That's right. So I think that verse is, it, it actually shows us some parenting and our yeah. God parenting. That's right.
0: Yeah. And, you know, um, I mean, the, the word says that the the love of money is the root of all evil. Right. So we're not talking about finances today so that you would, you know, love money, because I don't think that that's right. Uh, but I think it is healthy to say, I want my legacy to set my kids up to be free.
1: And and God doesn't say you can't have
0: a lot no, of money. No, no.
1: He just says, if that's where your heart, right, where your yeah. heart is, that, you know, that's where your treasure, that's, yeah. that's where everything is, right? That's right. It all flows everything. from the heart. And the Bible talks about our heart, right? Do not, do not trust your heart. Your heart is a deceiver. It's deceptive. That's right. Right. So even like, take that as a parenting note. Don't, don't tell your kids to follow their heart. Yeah. The Bible, that's the opposite. We're going to follow the spirit. Right. We're going to follow right. the Holy Spirit because he's full of wisdom. And so, you know, just it's important that we decipher that because sometimes that gets misunderstood that like God doesn't want it. Like that somehow as Christians, we should all be poor, Mm -hmm. but that's not true. God wants us to be responsible yeah, and he wants our heart to be for him, not for money.
0: Right. Yeah. Honoring God with all of it. Yes. Like it's okay to dream. It's okay to, I mean, I love the uh, you know, spirit in people. I love people who are business owners. I love people who are, um, doing all of those things and having goals. You know, there are people in in our lives who are um, killing the game in these areas. Oh, yeah. And it's inspiring to watch them. And, uh, you know, generosity is a gift. And, um, man, being able to be generous now that we are more yeah. free. Right. It's, it's one of the funnest things ever. It's a game changer. Being able to, like, work together to bless people, mm-hmm. like, nothing better. And and we actually got to that place where, you know, we paid off a car and we were able to give it away. Yeah. And uh, not to brag on us at all, but like that rocked our world.
1: Interesting, too, that we were not at a
0: place yet.
1: We we were not at a place yet mm-hmm. where we were totally debt free. That yeah. was pre our journey. Yeah. But God has put in us a generous heart. And that yeah. really is a gift. Yeah. Like it's it's a legit gift. Like there's people that operate at a high level of generosity. Right. And, um, and I just remember thinking in our heads, like we are in need in this area right. of finances. And so we knew that, Hey, if we trusted God with this and we outgave even our circumstance, what we were hoping was, is that God would in turn help us with where we were at. Yeah. And it worked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, so back to our story, one of the things that kind of got birthed out of, you know, our journey was that like, we got a passion to help other people That's right. on this journey for their lives. And uh, because I attached finances to legacy, you know, and this idea that um, all I'm doing in my life is trying to set my kids up for success. That's right. All that I'm doing in our marriage is trying to set up our legacy for our family, that you know they would have a better life, yeah. Than than you know what one generation to the next, right? That that kind of legacy piece yeah. and um, that,
1: that our struggles would not be theirs. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: And and I want them to live in freedom. Yeah, you know that scripture about being slave to lender it really like just shook me. You know, uh, a lot of us probably listening come from that place of either like a poverty mindset, yeah, uh, brokenness. It's always been this way. Um, you know, uh, just being so used to, you know, the game of credit and mm-hmm. debt. Yeah. I just want to say this today that, um, that the game of, of credit cards and the game of, you know, how the industry works to, to market you and to understand you and study you, they spend millions of dollars. So that you would be bound up.
1: Indebted to them.
0: Indebted to them. Mm -hmm. And you know who's not in debt? Credit card companies.
1: Banks, right. Banks,
0: (laughs) The people who have money, but they've created a system where they expect us to stay in debt. Yeah. And have that control. Do you know that the average car payment in America is over seven hundred dollars?
1: Oh my
0: gosh, seven hundred dollars Over seven hundred now? It's ticked up over seven hundred dollars. Good lord! You know uh, our economy uh, is is not in a great place right now, and no. and our government is constantly fighting these um, these uh, budget issues, yeah. and they have these shutdowns, and they're always trying to raise the debt ceiling. And um, I, I kind of drew these correlations between you know, the two different systems, there's the world system and there's the kingdom system. Mm. There's the world's financial outlook and then there's God's perspective on finances, which again, so much in his word. And so um, if you want to learn about this area, Proverbs is a great place for you to start. That's right. Book be- of wisdom. Because God's word is, is God's kingdom is, is upside down from what the world's thinking would appear to be. You know, in the in the world system, it's like you are supposed to be in debt and manage debt so that you can attain more financial freedom. More
1: debt. <laughs>
0: yeah. And um, in God's kingdom, it's like, I want you to steward the gifts that I've given you and be obedient to these simple, simple things. And when you do that, he, his word actually says, test me in this. Mm-hmm. Watch what I will do. It's the only area God asks us to test him. But what we saw from our lives and from our small group was, when we got serious, God came through every time. That's right. He provided where there was lack. He made miracles happen, finances happen. Um, you cannot outgive or outpace or outdo God mm-hmm. in this area. And so I just, you know, made that connection. And um, and I, I just want you to be aware that um, the status quo in our society. The normal status quo is not what God's intention is for your finances. That's right. God's plan is different and we have to go to his word. Yeah. So we've been in this journey of coaching now, financial coaching, Mm -hmm. working with people who are, you know, either wanting to get out of debt, trying to figure out their future. You know, that's another thing uh, that there is a lack of education in our school systems.
1: Oh my gosh. A lack of
0: education in our country when it comes to, um, and, and, now that I'm saying this, the countries that are listening, <laughs> yeah, there's a lack of information and education on this piece and, uh, it's keeping people in bondage for their whole life. Um, the middle class cannot get out of debt because of these five, six, $700 car payments. Right. Uh, you're living paycheck to paycheck because our economy is so high. The f- cost of food and everything else is so high. And guess what? Uh, my, my, my payment at work is not shooting way up. Right. And so how do I combat that? The only way for you to get free is to really take God at his word.
1: And here's the thing, like you talk about, there's not education. It feels overwhelming. You know, people think about, hundred If you know, you think about investing, you think about all that, but what if I were to tell you today that your first step is just fifth grade math? Yeah. It's literally adding and subtracting. Yeah. It's very simple.
0: It's equation based. To
1: be in control of your finances. That's right. With, before we go you know, into investing. And that is complicated and you should probably reach out to, you know, like somebody that knows how to invest correctly. Yes. But before that, you can't even get to the investing part. If you're so strapped down and enslaved to your bills that you can't ever do that. right? Right. So I think it's really important to know if you hear nothing else today that you absolutely can do this. Yeah. You absolutely, and you can take one step at a time. Don't look at the big picture. Don't look at the huge hole that you're in, but let's take one day at a time and, you know, figure this
0: thing out. That's right. So, you know, the whole goal with legacy is to build a future for my kids where they will get to skyrocket and jump from the platform that we've set up for them. You know, I don't want to raise kids and grandkids who know poverty. I don't want to raise kids and grandkids who don't have an option for college. Right. I don't want to raise kids and grandkids who um, are in fear of collectors and debtors. And they, they know that bondage in their life. Mm-hmm. I want to raise free people. That's right. And so Heather and I got to that place like we have to figure this out. It was one of those pillars that we just we just were like, this is going to be a, a defining moment for our marriage right. and for our family going forward. And so, you know, we t- we've been talking about health. Uh, you know, our health is part of it. Our marriage is part of it. Our faithfulness to one another is part of it. Our finances is one of those that we That's kind right. of walked into and was like, oh, this is a big deal.
1: And- it's, it's worth noting that finances are one of the main causes for divorce. That's right. And so it's the, one of the things that people don't see eye to eye on. And honestly, it's that stress. It's this constant stress of, and if you're a single parent, like, and, the, you know, maybe it's not a marriage thing, but like, that's the thing that may prevent you even from getting into a relationship or any of those. Right. It's that, that heavy, heavy weight of like, I have to provide. I have to provide and I am losing this game. That's right. And you know, if you're losing a game together as a married couple, because you can't see eye to eye on it that's right. and you can't get on the same page, um, it will cause a, a division. Yeah. It will cause extra stress.
0: Yeah. Infidelity, uh, you know, cheating and all that stuff and finances, finances are one and two and they, yep. they, they could go back and forth just depending on the stats and, uh, but they are the two causes. And so, you know uh, we have discovered a piece that we like i said can't even articulate yeah. in our lives a freedom and uh, and give the the i heard someone say that you know you know that you're in health when you can dream mm-hmm. i could not dream when we were in debt no i and this is honest to god this is an honest statement i'm about to make the idea of retiring the idea of of being able to retire Seemed like an unattainable goal or journey. We thought we'd just be working forever. (laughs) I just thought we were going to work and die. Yeah. And honestly, like that's hopeless.
1: What kind of a life is that? Right. And that's where a lot of us are. Honestly, we were there. Yeah. We, and that would have been, that would have been our outcome. Yeah. That would have been our life. Right. Had we not changed. Right. Change is hard. And I don't want to do that. (laughs) No.
0: Thinking forward, I want to be able to be in a place where as a grandparent, I can be the greatest asset to my kids' kids.
1: Yeah, so I don't have to work. I can be the one to help them because their parents still do, right. and and take them on vacation and spoil them, and do all the things that grandparents want to
0: do. That's right, you know. And so, you know, getting free of finances again. If you are in a position at your job, it, it just it, it is the cycle. If you're in debt, you live paycheck to paycheck, which studies show is is eighty percent of America. You know, uh, studies are showing that uh even higher than that, uh 80 to 90 percent, we would struggle of Americans would struggle to come up with a thousand dollars in an emergency case. We would have. Yeah, we would have. We, we were there. We
1: definitely were there. Yeah. Uh
0: there was times where, you know, we were always faithful to tithe.
1: Always, yeah.
0: But God would provide new tires for our car. Yeah. Or God would provide this or he that. He knew we couldn't afford it. We couldn't. <laughs> and uh and so, you know, getting free allowed us the ability to dream. Right. And so learning this education and getting help and, and meeting with coaches and specialists, it's given me now tools and education that, again, I said is missing in America, is missing in our world, is missing in our high schools. Young people are not being taught yeah. about finances.
1: Yeah, they're being taught a lot of things that probably should not be taught in school, but they're not being taught basic things on how to like actually live life.
0: So that, again, is part of the... The, the long, long shot here is that we know getting free. We started to take our kids through this stuff. Yeah, we did. And our kids are tithers. Yep. Our kids they are just savers. just got their statements
1: for like end of the year tithing yeah. statements. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool.
0: They're tithers. They're savers. And then they we do the three envelope system. And we took our kids through the Ramsey Jr. program. And uh, they give, save, and spend. And we are teaching them healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. So this is that area of legacy. Parents today. You know, it is amazing to teach our kids boundaries of food.
1: Oh, yeah. It is
0: amazing to teach our kids boundaries with relationships, boundaries with self-control and behavior, all of that. But I want to tell you that the finances is something that you have to teach them. It has to start at home because our schools and our system is not going to teach them. No. And so if you want your kids to have a healthy relationship with their finances and not live in bondage because of it, You have to teach them at home. That's right. And so when we got this education for ourselves and we understood it and we got free, it was like it gave us this spark of like, I want to make sure that my kids know it because I don't want them to spend the 13 years in their marriage when they first get going in debt and in bondage and feeling like stressed. I want them to live free. Yeah. I want them to be free people. And I think that God in his word makes it very clear. He wants us to live free.
1: Yeah. I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think it'd be important to, to talk about one thing. Like what is the, what is the one thing right now? What is the most important thing we should talk about? What we feel is the most important thing to becoming debt free. Yeah. The most important and vital thing, which is.
0: (laughs) What are you going to say? I I, thought
1: we could say it at the same time. It'd be the same thing.
0: uh, Yeah. Budgeting. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: We did it. We didn't even count. Um, (laughs) I think if you're going to take one step today, yeah, you have to get in control of your budget.
1: That's right. And I feel like the word budget has like a bad rap. Like as soon as you say it, there's a, a bunch of people listening right now that are like, I hate that you said that word. I just cringed. I hate it. Right. It's like it's one thing that's restricting me. It's making me not live the life I want to live, you know, or whatever. But what if we could convince you today that it's the opposite? Right. It is the freedom to be able to spend.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. And and I I want to tell you this too. That budgeting is is a great first step. Yes. But even more than that is I want you to tithe. That's right. And this first. is an area that a lot of people I know this is uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> we're talking about stuff you don't want to hear about. It's uncomfortable. It is. I get it. This is an episode that is is it's hard. So so we're just diving into it, but. Uh, tithing is where most of us need to get a handle. Yeah. That's what that scripture goes back to that's right. handling the least
1: because it's showing God, it, it all boils down to this. This is not about the church needs your money to keep the lights on. No,
0: God doesn't need your money.
1: Nope. God doesn't need your money. He doesn't, it doesn't come to heaven to, you know, only, only people do. And so, and that's why tithing is a people issue. It's a hard issue. Yeah. It's a God, I trust you. More than this paycheck.
0: Guess what? It's a parenting yeah. issue. That's right. It goes back to obedience. obedience. Tithing oh. is in the Old Testament. Tithing is in the New Testament. That's right. People say, oh, it's just the Old it's Testament. The old thing. No. Tithing was before the law. That's right. You can trace it all the way back to the origins of the book. That's right. And so uh, that's another episode. I got all the scripture. <laughs> I know all of it. But uh, the thing is, is that um, tithing is is God looking for his followers' hearts. That's right. And so when we tie that 10% and we give it to the storehouse and uh, we give it to our churches, uh, I'm just telling you, because God's word says, test me in it, you will not be able to articulate the blessings and provision and covering that comes with that. And again, then when you go a step further and you manage your finances, God will reward you as a follower of him. Right. Um, That's what we've experienced. And so what we started to do is we started coaching and we have thoroughly enjoyed helping people yeah. get this vision. So rewarding. So we got to, we'll just do a couple more minutes and then we'll wrap this up. But, you know, we've been working, we worked with a, a parent this last couple of weeks and we'd had a, a coaching call and we talked about finances and, you know, maybe you're listening today and you are in debt. You are feeling some of what we're saying and it's, it's ringing true with you. Um, I want to encourage you, if you've got kids, especially if they're like, you know, elementary age or higher to bring your family into this journey of becoming debt-free. That's right. Um, Because the lessons I learned as a young kid on watching my mom tithe Mm -hmm. shaped the future of my life in being generous and obedient to God. That's right. The lessons that your kids will learn as you are open and honest about this is where we are, this is what God has called of us to do, and I'm going to be obedient and do it. Those lessons are you cannot teach them any better way. That's right. And teaching your kids to tithe and then being able to track back the blessings that come from that. Yeah. Guess what? When when something would happen in our in our journey and, and God would bless us, we would sit the kids down and say, look what God did. That's
1: right. Include them in it.
0: Look what God did. And I guarantee you that's going to shape the rest of their life. That's right. For responsibility with their finances and and listening to God and obeying his word. And guess what? that's where the blessing comes for their life.
1: Yeah. That absolutely. is the
0: legacy piece. And so bring your kids into the conversation. Get them involved. Right. Make it a game. There's a lot of resources if you're on Pinterest or you're wherever you can find these like debt payoff schedules and yeah, they're really coloring fun
1: pages. They're fun. Yeah. yeah. and
0: you can do the thermometer, or whatever it is. It's like, "Hey, this paycheck we paid off 50 bucks." I circle in a balloon or I go up a level. That's right. And uh, and we're on our journey. And the reality is most of us that are in debt, you could pay that off in 12 to 24 months. Yeah. So there's a little hope for you there. It's not going to be the rest of your life. No. So when we did our journey, we sat our kids down and we said, hey, it's going to be a hard (laughs) year. And at first they didn't like Dave Ramsey's name. No.
1: Because
0: they're like, Dave Ramsey told my mom and dad to do this. Uh,
1: Dave Ramsey said, I can't go out to eat anymore. Dave
0: Ramsey (laughs) said, I can't go on vacation. But guess what? Uh, It was short term. It was short term. And they got to see the faithfulness of God. And guess what? They learn lessons that they will never forget. That's right. And uh, and so now they see it as a win. That's right. Because it's like, hey, you're playing sports. You need all new equipment. Guess what? We're going to get it mm-hmm. because we saved for it yep. and we paid for it in cash. That's right. Hey, we want to go on vacation. We want to plan it out. Guess yep. what? We save for it. We do it in cash. And uh, the freedom that we have to dream.
1: And yeah. And that first vacation we took where it was not on a credit card. Yeah. And I had the money for it. Yeah. I relaxed a whole lot different. <laughs> I relaxed differently. that
0: dude do be hitting different. <laughs> yeah. That free, living yeah. free vacation. Not, not, not worrying about, hey, I'm sliding the card and I'll just deal with it when I get home. And that is uh, heavy. That's heavy and it chases you down. And you may say, well, it's no big deal to me. It's no big deal to have a $700 credit card, uh, car, or, payment. Or car payment every month. Guess what? Subconsciously, your body feels that stress. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Your marriage feels that stress. That's right. Guess what? Your uh, your kids feel it. Feel that stress. Yeah, they do
1: because you're fighting more. You you might not know the reason. You yeah. may not know the root. Yeah. But it's extra stress. Yeah. Life is stressful. Parenting is hard. That's right. Marriage is hard. That's right. Uh, relation Your relationship with God. It takes work. That's right. And you know, I want to be able to give all of my energy. To the things that matter.
0: That's right. To
1: my marriage, to my kids, to my relationship with God, to my relationship to my friends and my family. Yeah. You know, I don't want anything pulling at it, pulling or taking away. Yeah. Because I want it to be as good as it can be. That's right. And so any this could apply to anything we talked about health. Yeah. And all of those things are added stressors. That's right. That take away. That's right. From our relationships.
0: So, again, I think God wants us to live free. It's clear in his word and he's got blessings and stuff for us. If we're obedient, and we follow his plan. So today, if you're listening, you're like, okay, I get it. I heard what you said. You said it too much. You talk too long. (laughs) I know that's my bad. That's my bad. I'm a pastor. Yeah, I talk a lot. You do.
1: I mean, we do. Thanks. (laughs) It's both of us.
0: (laughs) Um, What I want you to do. I want you to look into this education. Mm. I want you to go through FPU. Yes. I want you to find yes. a. You can do it in a church. You can do, do it, it online. Uh, some schools have this uh, education in their schools. Yep, You can do it online. Yep. You can do it by yourself. I'd recommend doing it with people.
1: Yes. Accountability is Accountability helpful in
0: this area. And the the support of of people encouraging you. So important.
1: Yeah. Because when we were in our group, it was like, I knew I was going to see him in two weeks. And mm-hmm. if I didn't have anything to report, yep. I, I knew I was going to have to look him all in the eye and be like, I didn't pay anything off.
0: That's right. <laughs> and every day we would listen to the Ramsey podcast. Oh, it's so good! And I'm a crier. You guys know that. <laughs> but listening to people tell their debt free scream their journey and listening to them say this was my story and I got debt free, I was crying every day.
1: And it was all stages of life. Yeah, it was, it's not too late. Yeah, don't feel like oh my gosh, it's too late. If you're a single mom, you got one income. There were single moms yeah. doing it. I mean, there is. It was there's widows. Any, any age group you can think of, retired people. Retire I mean, aged. people that were. Far older than us that jumped on, did it, got debt free. That's right. I mean.
0: So uh, it was just so, so exciting. So uh, I just want you to get the education. Yep. Start there. I want you to tithe. Yep. I want you to get a coach, mm. get a financial coach, get a, a get a professional investment pro. Somebody something that can like teach that. you.
1: Somebody that, has, that will teach you, not just tell you, but yep. will teach you how to do it.
0: If you're local to our area, we can have a conversation about it and I can... Uh, hopefully, point you in the right direction, or encourage you, or sit down with you. Um, but I want you just to to start to look at your budget and be in control of it. Mm. I want you to start to look at your tithe and be in control of it. It's just about you being in charge for the sake of your freedom, yeah. For the sake of your life, but more importantly, for the sake of your kids, yep, and their kids. That's right. And uh, there's maybe stuff that you were born into or you grew up under. It's okay to, to get a passion about breaking that stuff off of your family that's right. line. That's right. To me, that is destiny. Mm-hmm. I'm fixing this. We're, we're going to be a different people going forward. And uh, I want Stowe's to be blessed yeah, and right. free <laughs> and not know that stress. And so uh, we're going to wrap up there. Uh, maybe we'll talk about this some more, but I just wanted to hopefully challenge you today, but also encourage you. You can do it 12 months, 24 months. You can change your whole life. And uh, we're here in your corner to encourage you.
1: You know, before we do that, I just feel like uh, God wants me to share something just real quick. It's uh, if you are in a situation right now and you feel like, man, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm going into the hole every single month. I can't dig out. I feel so overwhelmed. I feel so stressed. Um, I want to encourage you to do this thing. I want you to, as soon as you get a check, tithe off of it, give it to the church And then I want you to only worry about, I want you to first pay for your house, whether that rent, mortgage, whatever. Then I want you to pay your car bill. And then I want you to save money for food and gas. And that is going to keep you covered. It's going to keep you safe. It's going to make sure that you have what you need. Whatever's left, you can give to the credit card companies or whatever. But ultimately, that is the best way right now for you. If you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling like, I don't know what to do. The card companies are calling me. They're doing whatever. This is just a little baby coaching bit for you in case you're feeling overwhelmed. I want you to tithe. I want you to take care. It's called taking care of the four walls. That's right. I'm going to take care of my home so that my babies have a place to sleep. I'm going to take care of... Um, my utility you know I gotta keep the lights on that's right and then I'm gonna take care of my car and I gotta get food for my babies so worry about those things and the rest you can whatever's left you can take care of the rest
0: and in the show notes if you don't even know where to start who to talk to you can reach out to us yeah we will help and guide you and direct you we'll find something in your area Um, let's pray yeah let's pray for these families today that are listening and uh, be encouraged today God wants you to win yeah that's why his word talks about it so much and so I just want you to start in Proverbs we want read you to scriptures, win. And uh, let's do this together. That's right. Let's be free people in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you today that you do have something to say. We thank you today that your word gives us promises when we figure this out or we run after it. And so, God, I just pray for everyone listening today. Give them this hope, God, that you are on their side. Give them the hope that you want to be a partner with them in, in getting free. And God, I just pray that as parents, we would see the legacy potential here of setting up our kids for so much success, that our marriages would be healthy. Our relationships would be healthy. We can dream, we can vision and God, you're right in the center of it. So God, even for myself and us as a family, we surrender to you our future, our finances. God, it's a joy to give and, and to, uh, and to live under the protection and blessing that you provide. So God, I pray that everyone listening today would be encouraged God, I just pray that you would help us to get free and dream and think of the future when we think about the legacy and that there's no greater joy to see my children walking in the truth and not bound up in, in junk and deadedness. And so, Father, we, we thank you for that today. And I just pray you, everyone listening, would take that first step. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Thanks for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. See the notes if you have any questions. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of No Greater Joy.
1: For more episodes and resources, visit StoweMinistries.com, where you'll also find links to connect with us on social media.
0: Parenting can be tough, so let's stick together.
1: Because in the end,
0: there's There's no no greater greater joy. joy.